Almost a weekend and you don't know what to do Or you just need something fun to listen to Southside Pod! Yes, we're on the Southside air Pod. And the gang's all here, all things on the Southside We're listening to the Southside Pod Looking for the best Southside breweries Or you might just need an awesome place to eat Green, Blue Island, Beverly, pay listen, all sub to your tuned in to the Southside Pod. Southside Pod! Oklahoma, Midlothian, Old Fort Chicago Ridge, Flossmore, and Bridgeview, you're listening to Southside Pod! Belly head up to the 9 foot homemade oak bar, pour yourself a cold one. My name is Chris, that's Bill, that's Mike. This is 30 Minutes of Good in a World of Dumb known as Southside Pod. A massive street festival is taking place to kick things off for the summertime on May the 13th. The organizers down here to talk about it, and we have everything you could possibly need to get ready for your weekend here on the South Side. It's all brought to you by Family Waterproofing Solutions. Name one of the Southland's best two years in a row. You heard the ad at the beginning of the show. Don't forget about their express service. If you know what you want, see the cost right on the website. Order and schedule on-site immediately for quick service. It's all about protecting your foundation, your home. Any questions or if you need them to come out for an estimate 24-7, give them a call 708-330-4466. Your basement's best defense is at FamilyDry.com. One more interesting story about the vacation. They're all interesting, Chris. No, no. Nobody wants to hear about my vacation. But <laughs> but um, I can be fun in the ocean. Okay. I don't know what that means. Well, so I, you know, you go to the beach, have a few beers. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you're, you're having a good time. You're standing out there in the water and you step on something. And you're like, Was it a jellyfish? Is this a fish? And then I kept moving my foot around and I was like, This is a stingray. Oh, no. And I was standing. I, I wasn't looking for a stingray, folks. I'm just walking <laughs> along and I stepped right in the center of a stingray yeah. on the ground. Okay. So now I take my foot off and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I hope I didn't kill the stingray. And I put my foot down and the stingray's still sitting there. But I could feel it kind of moving a little it. bit. And so I'm like, I'm calling the kids over, right? So, you know, my daughter comes over, puts her foot there. She's like, oh, You brought yeah. your kids over to a dangerous, poisonous animal? I told you. I've been drinking on the beach. <laughs> my, my 15-year-old son walks over. He puts Grab his foot it. on it. He's like, he's like, ah. And then my, my, my nephew comes over, and he puts his foot on it. And we're all standing. And everybody else, all, everybody else is standing on the beach going, what's going on? And they're like, they're like. Uncle Chris found a stingray. I'll put my mouth in the gator's mouth, too. I'll put my head in there. So my niece, who's my goddaughter, goes, I don't believe you. And the problem is, again, I've been on the beach all day drinking. Yeah. I tell the other kids to back up. I put my foot underneath the stingray, and I push it up so I can see it. Here it comes. It comes up, and I can see it's moving and everything. And I can see the stinger is not pointed at me. Is it big or small? It was uh, 12 inches, 24. Like this. Like a like a like a medium sized pizza at Los Angeles. Okay, nice. a large size. They don't have Ding. a medium there. Los Angeles has a small, a large, uh, and a extra large, and a family, and yeah. like a, put put it in your car. And and, if you need one, tonight, yeah, exactly. Like, well, they're, they're located. Like a, they got a pizza places on the south side. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but it was like a pizza. It was like a, it was the size of a pizza with a stinger, but okay. the stinger was short. Okay, yeah. and it was pointed away from me. And as soon as I could see it in the water, of course, I lifted it above my head. Yeah, I was like stinger. 
Yay! And yeah. everybody starts yelling and they think it's awesome. And then yeah. I put the stingray in and it floats away. And then immediately the rest of the day, I have to keep explaining to people like Steve Irwin did not die because the stingray was poisonous. He died because it stabbed him in the heart. Right. The bar actually entered his heart. Right. Okay. He like, gets stung like in the side right. or in the butt they or have in the leg. Stingray parks. You go to you go to Brookfield Zoo and pet the stingrays. Right. Right. So I mean like but I think the, the the bad parts taken off on those. They're not going to put themselves in They don't cut their first. stingers off. I don't think that they can sting at Brookfield Zoo. You don't or think at they can the sting at Brookfield Zoo? I'm pretty positive. Really? Because they would not put themselves in liability. Because they could still sting, right? It's still going to hurt. It's still going to be a, a penetration of yeah, some sort. Um, I don't saw you think that'd be that counterproductive they're... of a zoo to like clip the animal? I don't know. I would think that's against zoo law. I mean, if you, it's counterproductive of a zoo in any chance. Maybe you see like, these lions like pacing back and forth. Right, they, they, don't take the, they don't take the lion's claws and they, teeth they, off. They, they take all their teeth they out. They don't take all their teeth out. <laughs> Every single no, one. No, they don't. They don't do that. <laughs> Whoa, here she comes. Watch out, boy. She'll chew you up. Oh, here she comes. She's a man-eater. Oh, here she comes Watch out, boy She'll chew you up Oh, here she comes Here she comes She's a man-eater So, okay, I'm bringing in my uh, my ocean expert You're my ocean expert You're my fighter jet expert You're my insurance expert Butch Zemar, uh, who's here in the neighborhood And Butch has been on the show a bunch of times How are you, buddy? I'm good, how are you? You ever do that before, Scuba? You ever nope. step on a stingray? You swim next to him? Yes. Do you get close to them? You can. But Are you afraid of them? No. Okay, because everybody else, every time I tell this story, it's like, oh my God, you could have died because Steve Irwin got stabbed in the heart by a stingray. It's extremely rare. Right. Okay, yeah, thank you, because everybody's like, oh, you're crazy, because I, I'm standing there and I'm like, this has to be a stingray. And my my feeling was, I wanted to make sure, first of all, was it alive? I was very curious because we had had an idiot down on the beach early in the morning while we were setting up who was fishing for sharks with stingray. He was taking stingray that he had caught and he was throwing them back out at the beach amongst the swimmers in the hopes that he could attract a shark. Florida, man. I mean, it's a, the, the, <laughs> Florida. There's no other place like it, okay? So I'm like, is this alive? Is it dead? I'm kind of feeling it gently with my foot. I can tell it's moving. All right, cool. When I wanted to show everybody that I had found the stingray and I lifted it up a little bit with my foot and I noticed that the stinger was short and pointed away from me, then I kind of probably broke 15 laws, lifted him out of the water. I was like, look, it's a stingray. And then I let him swim away, right? <laughs> like, I, I mean, I'm probably in trouble, but, you know, for doing that. But I, I honestly want to know if it was chum for the sharks, first of all. So I'm checking on that. But then secondly, I made sure that the stinger was short and it was pointed away. So you've interacted with these things before. You're telling me I'm right. Not as frightening as everybody seems to think it is. 100%. Most animals are like that, even the great white shark. Um, you swam just, with the uh, great white shark? I have not with the great white, but tiger sharks and hammerheads and other types of sharks. Um, I have not been in the waters where there's um, a whole lot of um, feeding grounds, I guess you could say, for white shark. Yeah, well, I wouldn't go to any place that was considered to be a feeding ground either. <laughs> Okay, I wouldn't do that. True, but they don't want anything to do with you. The, the, even though there's shark sightings and, and uh, shark bites all over the world, but uh, they want nothing to do with humans. We're actually too salty. Our sweat, our skin, yeah, we're just not their appetite. So I see these uh, these videos all the time when I'm sitting on the toilet and I'm flipping through my Instagram, and I, I constantly am getting like these weird underwater videos where this person's just in the water and all of a sudden, boom, shark face like right in their face. 
do they come up that quick on you? Usually not. Uh, obviously, that's just video enhancement. Yeah, but, I kind of but, but, it, but, it, it but it can occur because some of them only go by smell, and maybe they missed it. But they usually will all of a sudden sense it by a shadow or something, and they'll move away. Um, we've I've had that, but it, I've never been that close. Usually, no one less than five feet, maybe ten. You can uh, see something when you're under there, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Usually, okay. yeah, usually they want nothing to you do. You see it. shapes before they get there. You, you're not just like just swimming along, swimming along, swimming along. Teeth, like it's not like that. No, not okay. at all. Yeah, all right. it's all it's all made up on videos that entertain you while you're on the toilet. All right, that's, that's perfect. That's that's what I'm looking for. All right, so I'm not crazy about. The stingray. Just on the floor of most wanted. That's all. Yeah, I, you, I would think I'm in trouble for that, right? <laughs> like, I mean, like, look, honestly, I want to know whether or not it was alive or dead. I, the, the guy was fishing with stingray on that beach that day. Did he leave one behind? Do we need to get out of the water? Do I, I don't want sharks attacking my kids. I mean, we're up to our waist. I mean, like, let's let's see what it is. They might and tie you to him, though. Can you fingerprint a stingray? Is that what you're asking? <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine if that actually occurred? <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, by the way, my favorite thing that was said to me uh, every time I walked into a shop in Clearwater Beach, I, and it was said multiple times, welcome to the free state of Florida. I love that place. I don't know whether what you think of Florida, but man, they, they refer to themselves as the free state of Florida everywhere you go. It's hysterical. Yeah, I'm sure it was fun, um, especially walking to the beach and the weather was probably better here. You missed the snow. Yeah, I know. I miss the snow. I'm miserable right now because it's like 40 or 50 degrees every day right now. I mean, I'm, like, we're, I'm walking around in shorts because I'm doing that wishful thinking. I'm doing that middle-aged uh, middle-aged white guy Southsider thing where I'm walking around in shorts pretending that it's spring, but it's really not yet. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait till the weather turns, but, you know, we could just go to Florida and just to the free state and then we'll... Yeah, we're going to go to the free state of Florida. Yeah, we'll pick up stingrays. We're going to pick up some stingrays. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I mean, I... I was tempted to see whether or not they could be thrown like a frisbee, and I resisted. So I don't think it's like a federal crime. Okay, that would that would have probably been even worse. Mm-hmm. Somebody's got You're me a YouTube right now. now. They're looking for me. Yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, quick plug because you're down here. You want to you want to plug your place real quick? You want to plug it? We never plug what you do. Oh, you want to plug it or no? Sure, that's you fine. do. Yeah, well, you got your podcast. So let's plug yeah. that. You want to plug sure. your podcast? Sure. Okay, Butch does a Zmar podcast. It's on the broadcast basement on demand radio network. He sits down here once a week with me at my bar, and uh, he talks about all kinds of stuff. He, he you do insurance by trade, but you'll talk scuba. You'll talk your time on the aircraft carrier. It's really interesting. Uh, check it out. You can subscribe anywhere podcasts can be found, and always at. Well, no, you don't. You don't have a zmarpodcast.com, do you? I do, actually. You do? Yeah. You have zmarpodcast.com? Yes. I didn't know you had that. Now you do. Look at you. Yeah, I'm moving right. up in the world. And always at zmarpodcast.com. If you've been injured at work, then you need someone who will fight for the care and compensation you deserve. The insurance companies will look out for themselves and their bottom lines, not you. I'm Matthew Coleman, partner and head of the work injury department at the law offices of Parenti and Norm. My team and I have the experience, dedication, and proven results it takes to fight for your rights. Call or text me today at 312-641-5926 or visit us on the web at pninjurylaw.com. John Streets is back down here at the Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar. How are you, buddy? Good, Chris. Thank you so much for having me. You know, you always bring me bourbon, and I want to talk about the one that you brought me because uh, it's tasty and I like it, and I want to talk a little bit about what you got going on in Blue Island. Uh, Once again, the victors of the Battle of the South Side, uh, but you also have Joe Lemanchek. Did I say that right? You did. All right, Joe. I'm, I'm one for one with that name. <laughs> okay. And uh, Joe, you are part of the Blue Island Arts Alliance John has the Street Arts Alliance. Correct. 
I like how it's an alliance. Everything feels like that it's some something out of Star Wars. Like the, the <laughs> artists combine and they fight the Empire. Why, yes. why is it alliance with, with all these arts groups? I think because it's just about people coming together for a common goal. So we're allied together. So it's just a nice kind of community term. I concur. You concur. Yes. Good, good guest right there. Okay. So, uh, John, we've met you before on this show. Uh, you know, you've gone through all the different things you do. You do a lot of, of events at breweries. I think that's the best way to kind of explain what you do. Uh, people go, they have a drink. If there's food there, they have some something to eat. They go check out local artists. Several, several small businesses have gotten their starts at your things and then eventually have made their way on the shows on the broadcast basement on demand radio network. Sid sauce is one that I believe that oh, I yeah. discovered at, uh, at your thing. And they, they, they had the peppers, they grow them in evergreen park. And then they they come up with hot sauces, and then they bottle them and they ship them. They don't even ship them; they drive them to your door, which is great. And they're the only sauce I use now because I found it at your place. Love and it. I might as well finish the commercial SidSauce.net. Now I don't have to do it later on in the show. But, <laughs> <laughs> so, but I mean, like this is where people find like these neat little craft places, right? Exactly. And just for the clarification, I only do shows at breweries. Uh, the big reason I got involved with Mayfest is because Blue Island Beer Company was involved in, in the whole event. Uh, but yeah, it's great. All these breweries are uh, able to give venues and space for these artists to kind of showcase their thing. And the thing I'm always looking for is a unique artist, someone that's either painting, drawing, making, sculpting, something super unique you won't find everywhere else. And uh, definitely Mayfest is going to have a lot of that. You know, at the last Mayfest, my daughter came across an artist that did etchings, was was doing something where they were taking wood and they were burning images they could put into the thing. And she did some of it. And she had the artist that she connected with while she was at Mayfest do the rest of it. And they created this entire set of shot glasses on like a wooden board that, and and then they had a bourbon glass at the end of it and they grabbed the symbol. It's right over Joe's head. Nobody can see it at home. The symbol that was from my first morning radio show that I ever did back in the late nineties before I even jumped out and went all over the country and did in other places. And then they had all the radio, all the, all the shows, all the podcasts that I do, like the biggest ones, like etched into the thing. And she had the whole thing set up because she met an artist there. She just got named into the national honor society for artists at mother Macaulay. So this is like her thing. She's in the art. So there is an artist connecting with another artist, a young artist with maybe a little bit older artist at one of these festivals. I would imagine that's the kind of thing you like Joe. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we just want to bring people into town to meet all these creative people and show that, that our area has a lot to offer on the creative front. And then young folks like your daughter can see, you know, future possibilities for themselves and, and you know, expand their um, creativity and their abilities. Yeah. Hopefully they'll show someday at one of one of these events. Well, as we get into what Mayfest is going to be like this year, which was a great, great event last year, even though it was pouring right did i get do i yeah, remember the that weather right? the weather wasn't our friend last year <laughs> it was year. not it was not friendly to we you ended last year having a few really nice hours but um it but was we, a fun event though we had to alter plans because of it so yeah. um but we had a great time yeah yeah i i you know look i i want to get into it because there's so much we could talk about with it but first john what did you bring me because you, you always you always show up and you bring me bourbon <laughs> and i love you for it and so what did you bring me so this is a barrel armida a bourbon whiskey finished in pure brandy, rum, and Sicilian Amaro casks. I hope I said that right. This is uh, basically 227 proof. 
So I'm sorry. No, it can't be that. <laughs> you, you can only no, get no, up to no, 200. Like more than 100. If it was 227 <laughs> proof, I would, I would drink it and I would keel over like that guy in The Prince's Bride. Okay? I'm sorry. This is 113. Uh, I was doubling that number when I shouldn't have uh, proof. And, uh, you know, I thought it had some of that pear and, and rum flavors to it. I loved it. So I figured I'd bring the last of it here. Okay. Sure. Well, it, first of all, it's tasty and it's smooth. And you can tell it's a higher proof. It hasn't been cut like normally a bourbon gets cut down to about 90, 80 to 90. It depends on what they like to do. But I mean, like you can tell it's a little bit stronger. And I think you and I both enjoy not putting ice in the ones that are like that. You might as well just taste that barrel. Amen to that. <laughs> Joe will not partake. I'll take your though. word for it. Joe will not partake. <laughs> Joe, we started pouring this. He's like, nope, no brown liquor. I won't have any of that. Nope. Uh, Bad memory. How many artists are you guys expecting at Mayfest is an all day thing. It stretches around basically the older part of Blue Island or Old Western Avenue. I always call it Old Blue Islands, Old Western Avenue. Uh, it is one of the, there are a lot of great strips in Blue Island, that area that's over where the Lyric is now open. There's, there's, there, you know, on, on just Western Avenue is really coming alive. I've noticed that as I go down there, I mean, Blue Island's really, really getting some neat new businesses that are moving in, but then you have that section that's over there with, with Blue Island Beer Company uh, down to the Rock Island Public House and so many other areas. So many other businesses that are down there, and it's really kind of a neat, small town, cozy feel in that section there. And it's the perfect place, I think, for any kind of festival like this. Tell me, tell me what's going to be coming there this year. So we have. Uh, you asked how many artists. Uh, right now, we've got over a hundred artists booked for this show. We've got at least three tarot readers. We have everything from woodworking to soaps and self care items. Um, perler bead artists, uh, painters, sculptors, uh, ceramic uh, people. Not literally people that are ceramic, but you know what I mean. Yeah, if you had uh, ceramic people right. there, you could charge some money. I mean, we have, we have maypoles, but those aren't from ceramics. Right. But, uh, but no, we've got a little bit of everything and a lot of unique. Many of the artists are making one-of-a-kind items. We have several different types of uh, jewelry makers. And, uh, you know, this will have some of the people you saw last year and a whole slew of new people that weren't there. Uh, so I'm super excited just for the sheer variety. And this is definitely a lot more than we had last year. Due to the, the, in, the, the rain and the, the weather that wasn't our friend, we lost a chunk of artists last year. So we ended up having closer to, I think, 60 or 65. This year, we have 103 artists booked. Wow. And, um, Are they, and and I remember last year, the plan was they were going to be up and down Western Avenue. You had to change that because of the weather and put them underneath the, the, the bridge, essentially. That's correct. But I mean, like if everything goes right, you should have one heck of a street festival going on. Oh, yeah. And the majority of the artists will actually be on Old Western Avenue. Um, and then we'll have people on, on the patio at Rock Island Public House inside at Front Row. We'll have them inside at Blue Island Beer Company outside of Blue Island Beer Company in their parking lot, and a few artists along the street on the sidewalk. Can, can you squeeze me in out there? I could. Is there a possibility? I 100% can. Because I got to go out there and apologize for Bill to the people of Blue Island. I don't know. <laughs> I got I to gotta go out there. I got, I got some fences to mend out there in Blue Island. <laughs> I will give you well, that opportunity. Won, so that definitely helps. You guys won. Yes. I, think, I swear. I think you the wind won. speaks for itself. Right, if you would have lost to Lamont, I think we would have been a lot more trouble. <laughs> but to uh, anyone that was upset they didn't win that contest, this is your opportunity to see some of the amazing things that do actually happen in Blue Island. You know, this fest brought people from all over the South suburbs. 
And this is going to be a great opportunity to bring everyone together. There was a, there was, it was funny, the, the, you know, just a reference back to it. There, there was the day that the episode came out last week where Blue Island wins the Battle of the South Side, Joe. Okay. I get a message from Tom Walsh, uh, who's on this show as well. He's an Edward Jones guy. And he tells me he's out at Coghill and he's talking trash with Lamont people (laughs) about the whole thing. I get messages throughout the day about it. With people, and when I and so I told my wife, I'm like, we have to go down there. She's like, what? I'm like, we're driving to Blue Island night. We're gonna go get a beer at Blue Island Beer Company. We're gonna go down to Rock Island Public House. We're gonna bounce around town because I just want to hear what people have to say and see if it comes up. And I spent the entire night with people walking up, going, I can't believe we won. I can't believe a little podcast got everybody so excited about. Like that's some that's some civic pride right there. Blue Island took it seriously. Blue Island has an immense amount. Of civic pride. It's one of the things I love about it. Um, you know, I came back to Blue Island after being off the South Side for 17 or 18 years. And um, it's just a really special place and people have a lot of pride in it. So, And I've noticed they're building up a lot down there. I mean, not only this festival that John's doing, which is, this is maybe the biggest one that you get involved in every year, right? Correct. And I, I want to clarify, I'm not doing it. I'm helping with You're it. You're helping with it's, it. It's a collaborative effort with the uh, Blue Island Arts Alliance and the Streets Arts Alliance. I didn't mean to give you all the credit. Yeah. I wasn't <laughs> trying to. I want all the credit. You can have a lot of credit. I know okay. him and I just met Joe. So I'm like, and you brought me bourbon. Yes. So you brought me bourbon and I know you. And I'm like, well, it's all John's plan. Joe, you got to bring liquor if you want credit. That's how it works. I know now. Okay. <laughs> I want to get the final details from these guys in a moment. And also, John's got an event coming up this weekend. Seems like a good time to bring you your Southside Bulletin Board. It's all brought to you by Cool Clouds Vapor Shop. Quitting smoking is hard, and Cool Clouds wants to give you an alternative. A full taster bar, great CBD products, new location, northeast corner of 95th and Kedzie. See everything they have to offer at coolcloudsvapor.com or stop in and see them in person, 3148. West 95th Street in Evergreen Park. The day this episode comes out, April 27th, brewery tour and tasting at Hailstorm Brewing Company in Tinley Park. If there's any tickets left, by the time that you hear this, go to hailstormbrewing.com and get them live music all weekend long on Friday and Saturday night from 6 to 9 p.m. On Friday night, Riley's daughter in Oak Lawn has Shadoobie playing at 8 p.m., Classic Rock, Jumpin' Blues, and Danceable Favorites, 4010 West 111th Street. Rocks Off is back at Heart Saloon on Friday night, 10 p.m. until 1 in the morning. They're, of course, a Stones tribute band, 99th and Artesian for Heart Saloon. And on Saturday night, 9 p.m. until 1 a.m., the Thirsty Beaver has Motley 2 back at 5599 127th Street. But also in Blue Island, a huge festival, the Beer Canned Festival at Blue Island Beer Company. Saturday, April the 29th, doors open at 2 p.m. and starting at 2.30. Every half hour after that, a new band takes the stage. 16 different acts are going to be there. Admission, $35 on eventbrite.com. Look up the Beer Can, apostrophe D, Festival 2023. Let's get back to John and Joe, though, real quick and talk a little bit more about Mayfest coming up on the 13th of May in BI. How would you suggest I attack Mayfest? Is it start at one end and move to the other? Are there certain exhibits you don't want to miss? How would you 
go to Mayfest because you're telling me over a hundred different things going on there. Full on street festival, May the 13th in Blue Island. I'm expecting a beautiful May day. There's no way you're getting rain on you two years in a row. I I don't believe it. Okay, I'll knock on the bar yeah, right knock now. On Everybody knock on this <laughs> nine foot homemade oak bar. Okay, but I mean, like, how would you guys attack this fest if you've never been to it before? What are you looking for? Well, first of all, I would also come hungry and thirsty. Um, oh, I'm coming hungry. Besides and the, all the amazing 103 vendors we have, I mean, the local businesses down there will be serving drinks and. Places like Rock Island Public House will have their kitchen open. We have um, Bub Cafe, which used to be at Rock Island. They're going to be opening up on the strip, so they'll be sampling some of their what they'll be. Oh, are they going to open up their own place in now? the old Jebbins Hardware Building? The butter the, upon bacon. They'll have a cafe in the old Jebbins Building right now. Oh, on I like that those strip. guys. They got yeah. they make really good food. They do. They're yeah. great. So you know they'll be there, kind of showing you know so what, what they'll be offering, and then we have some other businesses from other parts of town who will have a food presence as well. So, but I mean for me. It is pretty convenient, especially if the weather cooperates. It's pretty conveniently laid out in a strip. So, you know, you could definitely start at one end and work your way down hitting all the establishments along the way. And just make sure you hit all of them because there's going to be great people in each place. Yeah, I think that's what my big goal is, is that, like, I kind of want to be there. I want people to be able to stop over and see Southside Pod. But I'm going to have to find somebody to sit there at the booth while I go and explore for a couple hours. I think this thing is going to be, this is something you really want to get yourself immersed in and really enjoy. And uh, I, I, I'm i I'm super excited about the fact that it's coming back this year. I Last year when it happened, even with the rain, I thought it was a great festival. And I just, I, imagining it be, like in its glory, the way that you guys planned it out, that I, I'm excited about the thing. It's, the, it's literally circled on the big calendar in my office right now. May 13th, we got Mayfest in Blue Island. It kicks off when? 12 p.m. 12 p.m. Goes till 5 p.m. And there's, well, yeah, but I mean, it went till 5 p.m. last time and then it just turned into a party. Oh, yeah. All the places will still be open. Let's all remember, I believe I was there far past 5 p.m. last time, okay? (laughs) I mean, you want to kick off the summer a couple of weeks early. I think Mayfest is the place to be on on May the 13th. And there's no charge to go walk out there on the street, right? I've seen festivals before where it's like, it's like just to walk in, it's like five or 10 bucks. I mean, we are going to be accepting donations but, because it does allow us to do programming throughout the year. Okay. Um, so we will have, you know, we'll have a suggested $5 donation, but we're certainly not going to turn anyone away to the festival. Oh. I mean, it's a... Uh, we want all the artists to do great. We want to have a ton of people there to you know experience our town. All right, so pay your $5 yeah. or be cheap and don't. You know. All right. I mean, you the, the people will talk. It is Blue Island. They're going <laughs> to they're going to know who you are. We have a memory. They're going to remember. <laughs> Blue Island remembers, trust me. I'm dealing with it right now. So uh, so anyway, but but get out there on May the 13th and check out Mayfest. It kicks off at noon. It goes until 5. These guys, I'm telling you right now, they put together a good a good show. It was fun last year under the worst conditions. I expect to get great conditions this year. So I, I, I expect one of the biggest parties on the South side all year. And, you know, John, you even helping out with this thing, you put together great things all the time. You got something coming up here on Saturday in Willow Springs, right? That is correct. Yeah. The what, uh, artisan market at the brewery at uh, Imperial Oak Brewing in Willow Springs. Right. And I need an excuse to drink, so I'm going to stop by there at some <laughs> point. Okay. But, uh, but Joe, I appreciate you coming down here to the Thanks bar. Thanks for having us. And, 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 and John, as always, love it when you're down here. Love the fact you bring me bourbon. John told me right before he sat down that he has too much bourbon in his place, <laughs> which to me doesn't seem like a problem. And he's like, so I always bring something for people to try wherever I go. I have to because I can't just give it away. You know? <laughs> no, I'm fine with way that. too much money. Cool. 
If I can let all my friends sample all these amazing bourbons that I have, because I still have over a hundred bottles of bourbon okay. on my, my rack. Right. And, um, you know, I can't drink it fast enough by myself. So I'm just happy to share the wealth. Well, you just come by every week and we'll help you with it. <laughs> <laughs> and I know next time to bring some so I get, yeah. I get the same feeling. <laughs> so you get a little bit of credit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's the Southside Pod. It's the Southside Pod. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's the Southside Pod. It's the Southside Pod. OMG. OMG. It's the SSP. It's the SSP. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. It's the Southside Pod. It's the Southside Pod. Tom Walsh is your Edward Jones financial advisor. He takes care of my money. He takes care of Bill's money. Mike's not so smart. He's been around for over two decades. He's got a get-to-know-you approach and do-the-right-thing attitude. He's right on the corner of 111th and Kedzie. And the other day, I got to tell you this story. I have to go in and close an account at a Bank of America. And I get this young kid who in the process of closing the account looks at me and says, I want to give you my card. I just had a maid. I'm taking a test in eight months. And after that, I'll be able to give you investment advice. And I burst out laughing. I felt bad about it, but I could not contain it. I get it just as much as you do. Your money's important to you, and you want to make sure you talk with somebody who's got experience and knows what he's doing. That's why I'm with Tom Walsh. Give him a call at 773-779-0023, or once again, stop in and see him right there on the corner of 111th and Kedzie. Now, Bill, I, I promised that I was done with the vacation stories. This one actually came after the vacation, and it was the unexpected West Virginia funeral. I was away on this trip, and I was supposed to come back. Instead, I find out towards the back end of the trip that her grandmother's passed away. She was, in, she was in hospice. Thank you very much. And she passed away. She's from McMeckin, West Virginia. McMeckin. Yes, a tiny Population? little town. Oh, probably 12. <laughs> 11 now. <laughs> Sorry. Not a lot. Not a lot. All right. I had a creepy graveyard. I found a guy who wow. fought in the first battle of the Civil War Amazing. and actually lived and made it to the end of the Civil Still War and died alive? later. No, no, he's dead now. <laughs> but we've only got clothing for the trip and what we had when we left Chicago and it was a cold day when yeah. we left and I was like, we don't have anything to wear and it's 40 degrees. Go to Walmart. We got there so late Oh. and we got up the next morning. There really wasn't an option and we like, all right. And my wife goes, don't worry. It is a West Virginia funeral. She's from there. She but could say that. What does that mean? She, okay. Don't get triggered if you're from West Virginia. She could say that. So I'm like, okay, so I got my jeans on. I've got a flannel shirt. Fancy jeans. I'm very nervous about this. I've never gone to a wake or funeral yeah. dressed like this, right? The, the priest was probably dressed worse than you. <laughs> I showed up, and I was so well-dressed, they made me a pallbearer. Are you the mayor? <laughs> Are you a movie star? Is uh, Burt Reynolds here? My favorite guy of the whole thing Should was... We, did anyone not have a shirt on at there was, place? No, no, but there was one guy who woke up that morning... <laughs> And this was, I mean, this is a relative. Like, yeah. this is somebody, this nice. is, was close to this person. Right. Grew up across the street as a child from nice. this woman, right? Yeah. Like, very close, rel blood relative. And he got up that morning, and he looked at his closet knowing that he was going to this, and he goes, what am I going to wear? And then he was like, I'm going to wear the gray Crocs. Yeah. Because those are funerally. And then I'm going to wear my best stonewashed jeans. Nice. And I have a purple tie-dye shirt. Oh. And that's very funerally Did anyone have, well. like, a T-shirt with the F word on it? <laughs> He was in the back of the church. Nice, nice. I mean, like, look, look, look. Now, on the other hand, Erica's dad 
full suit, right? Yeah, right. Classy guy, right? She was a classy lady. Sure. But when you're from West Virginia, you do get outlier relatives. I can see that. That will show up at these kind of events. And in the end, me and my jeans and my tennis shoes and my flannel shirt made a pallbearer because I was one of the best dressed that's people impressive. at this event. I was proud of it. Is myself. that how they picked the pallbearers? I think that's what the they best did. Dressed? Like, you got all your teeth. Oh. Can you hold the casket too? <laughs> <laughs> Got the casket in one hand and the bear in the other. None of that oh. line, by the way. Oh, man, they probably wouldn't let me be in front if I had that. <laughs> it's the South Side! It's the South Side! It's the South Side Pod! Thanks for listening! Thanks for tuning in to the South Side Pod! Y'all come back now, here. <laughs>